Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's something about Germans and why I made a curator's pick of the Hollywood French Unity, unity, unity. Heart, heart, heart. What's going on, people? How you feeling today? How are you feeling today? This is hashtag observations TFR episode 37 by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Let's get this on and going. Let's get it on and popping because this is an interesting day. This last night into this morning has been twisting up like a great episodic third season of The Shy. It's all twisting up. The plot is thickening. It's twisting, going all up and down many different roads. Listen, people. Anyway, what you got to say this morning? How's your morning going? Um, my morning is going all right. You know, I'm doing well as to be expected under the circumstances. I was up a little late last night because I had um, purchased some refill packages for my Reason uh, recording software, music software. And for some reason, I got a brain fart and, and either I forgot how to... Uh, transfer these files into the program, um, but whatever it is, it impedes on my creative process. So I'm going to have to call for support today when we're done with the broadcast. But as usual, I have my bowl of fruit here. I have cut nectarines and gala apples, and I have a little side pocket of ginger, fresh ginger, and I have my cup of coffee here. And just so y'all know, I only drink one of these in one in a day. It's not, and then it's heavily insulated from the inside. So basically, I'm only getting about maybe this this much coffee, like where this little bump starts. All in all, it probably starts. That's about eight ounces of coffee in this big mug. Well, let's see. For me, I've got an apple this morning. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. He won't be back for many a day. My heart is sound. My head ain't turning around. I got my apple in this place called Las Vegas Town. Look here. I got my tea, throat coat tea. And of course, I've got my spring water. Drinking early in the morning. Ah, that's what I'm missing. But I did have some water. Yes. So, people, first of all, we need to send shout-outs, drop-outs to all of our 
people watching us on Periscope, Vimeo, FB, and the Film Review Life channel. That's right, the Film Review Life channel on YouTube right now. We appreciate that you are in with us and that you are watching with us. Make sure on all the platforms that you smash the share button. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. And make sure that you subscribe. Subscribe to all of the platforms. Subscribe to the Film Review Live channel. Smash, 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 subscribe. Let the people know that we're on. Share this because we are going on another roll. Boy, this is twisting between last night and today. This is twisting like it's been going back and forth like a cameo song. And it's been twisting and turning and twisting like a great episodic show. Third season, The Shy. This is going down. What is the topic for today? The topic for today is Ice Cube jumped the plantation to another. That is Ice Cube jumped the plantation to another or Ice Cube might just have dinner with the president. That's the topic for today. The world's up is down and down is up. Oh my Lord. Ice Cube assisted the Trump campaign with the platinum plan. Oh well, the world the world has come to an end for the Dixiecrat Coons who've already early voted out of fear instead of taking a breath to breathe to redirect their fear into well thought out movement. They gave their votes to Biden who's out to finish what he started over 40 years ago. All of those who were released from prison, for example, due to Trump's First Step Act are going back in under Biden and Harris. And those Dixie loving coons fell for the non-American black, acting American black again. Dang, man, you fell for that. You fell for the non-American black, acting American black again. We, we just came off of that nearly 12 years ago. At the top, we, we were bamboozled, we were fooled, we were hoodwinked. Let's discuss. The phones are open. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. We want to see some operatives, some Dixiecrat operatives call up and get on the line. When you call in, if you just want to listen, just call in to 213-943-3358. But if you want to get in on a conversation on your touch tone, press one. We will know that you want to get in on the conversation. And remember, the touch tone was technology brought to you by an American black woman. That's right, people. We have to always give reverence to our American black historic 
figures. That's right. So look, as we get started, now, I don't want the operatives to be calling at the last two minutes of the show. You know, I'm good at the two-minute drill. We want to have some discussion. We want to know where Biden and them are going. We've already talked about on the previous shows about, you know, what the Dixiecrats were really offering American blacks debt and what they were offering the immigrants are set aside. But that's for another show. We're not going backwards. We're going forwards. So your childhood hip-hop hero, Ice Cube, assisted in the development of the, the advancement because they had certain elements. And once they read his plan, they asked, could we include some of these elements into it? And he said, sure, because he put the offer out. See, it's one thing about a Gemini that you will know. Gemini is extremely about word. And when people don't, when the people seem to cut a Gemini, then all bets are off and it's about lobbing your head off, really. I mean, truthfully, I mean, that's the way it is. If you really know about Gemini, Gemini males, <laughs> Gemini females, it's, an, it's another situation thing to me, in my opinion. They're just disruptors. They're just disruptors. But that's another story for another time about the Zodiac. But we're going here. So Q offered, he said that whomever contacts them, you know what the Dixiecrat said? Guess what the Dixiecrat said to him, Tanya? Guess what the Dixiecrat said? I could only imagine. I can only imagine. Uh. <laughs> okay. The Dixiecrats did their trademark playbook. Wait until after the election, like you wait until after the election, then we will pass the anti-choke bill, and then it'll be another 50 years, and black people mm -hmm. will be on the line, just like healthcare was another 50 years from Ted Kennedy and Nixon until it was finally put into law, huh? And they said, wait until after the election. In other words, vote for us, and then we may consider it afterwards. Nah, you know the you know what the no. Republicans you know what the Republicans did? It's obvious. What did they do? Well, they embraced the idea. Obviously, it came to the table. That that's right. They embraced the idea. Two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight. Smash the share button because we are taking you on a bumpy ride. Put your safety belts on. We're getting ready to go up. A thousand feet and come straight down into this bumpy curly cues, flip arounds. Get ready. Get ready because we're taking you on a ride. So let's start with some memes before we hit the rubber to the road. Memes that are going to help us prepare to hit the rubber to the road. Now, we've told now we've told you in previous shows about Biden, right? We told you all in hashtag TFR podcast live that comes on at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. The film review, movies, music, culture, politics, and society 
We have been running it down from you, uh, running it down to you from episodes 104 to 110, and then from 121 up to now 134, we were kicking it about herd immunity. Put a pin in that. But from 104 to 110, we were running down about the Dixiecrats, about COVID, all of that. We, we launched all that for you, right? So when, when we see things we were talking about way back last year, when they finally come up and they suffer, um, they surface in memes. Here's a meme. That is very interesting. 1977, Biden said integrating black students would turn schools into a jungle, a racial jungle. I don't want my children to grow up in a jungle, a racial jungle. Now, you're running for president and you don't think that these things will come up. Maybe Biden, in my opinion, in our opinion up here at hashtag observations TFR, maybe he isn't that bright. Like, but then the people who are following behind him, who are voting out of fear early, the Dixie Crack Coons, the Dixie Crack Coons, obviously Your kids, your your uncles, your uncle, your mother possibly. Then he's talking about you. He's talking about your offspring, your offspring's offspring, and he has yet to apologize, which means he's still the same segregate. But we talked about that in previous episodes when we talked about the various types of races. We're not going back, we're moving forward. So this is something that's coming up now that we talked about way back last year. Let's keep moving. Here's another one. This is a conflating, conflating events here, right? This is conflating events, right? This is one of those photos that are supposed to pull at your heartstrings. We don't know who's putting this this googly gawk up, but they, they, they should really think about dealing with images that have to do with American blacks. Nobody that did this to your ancestors can show you the way to heaven. Nobody. It should be no one. No one that did this to your ancestors can show you the way to heaven. Now, it's a good sentiment on it. There's a good sentiment on it, but no. No, that's not it. That's that that's not <laughs> it. It's conflating issues. I want to say what's up to everybody that's listening. Uh Joy LaShawn, Stuart Elsie, Patrice, good morning. Tracy Latrice, good morning to all that are on the broadcast watching us. Everyone that's watching us on Periscope, on Vimeo, on Facebook, 
and on the Film Review Life channel. Good morning to you. The chats are open and the phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. Now, here's one that we've been waiting for. It's a... Uh, it's a movie coming out called Bad Hair. Now, we talked about this about maybe a year and a half ago because it's been that long, but it's finally coming to Hulu. The writer and the producer of The Shy, she's uh, uh, Nina, Nina Waithe. Well, her last name is Waithe. Miss Waithe is in this film. This is a production about bad hair. It is a horror movie, and it is finally coming to Hulu. And we talked about this about a year and a half ago. It's been that long, but it's finished. And it is going to be in Las Vegas at the drive-in theater, as well as being on Hulu. So for those who are out there who are practicing herd immunity... Because that's what we're in right now. Herd immunity. We talked about that. We'll get to that. But those who are practicing herd immunity. Some wearing masks. Some not. But still taking pictures like it's 1999. The drive-in will have this. And check your local times and listings for it. It's a. Uh, it's a good. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a, a interesting piece. Now. Let's keep moving. Smash the share button. Smash the like button because this is setting up to take you on the journey, on the ride that we're going to take today because we have a lot of information to disseminate. And if you've been watching episodes 36 back to 1, you have gotten a lot of information that they are just now starting to put into the news cycle now, right? Now, here's another Here's another piece that we talked about like three weeks ago, almost 20 some episodes ago. Black Lives Matter has received over 1 billion in corporate donations or over 100 million in individual donations. How specifically has that money been used? And who do you think is benefiting from it more? Poor black communities or Dixie crap politicians. Why is there no concern? Why is there no concern? Well, you know, we we hatched that in nauseum in an episode. Did we not talk about this? And to see these things coming into the news cycle, it's like if they had just watched our show, they would be up on what's actually happening with who. BLM actually now let me let me preface this by saying this right let me come so you can see me real quick let me preface this by saying about BLM there are some people who are innocently believing that black lives matter the hashtag BLM is what it's about but there is a controlling force behind it that has to do with anarchy and we've talked about anarchy in nauseam given definition in previous episodes matter of fact the episode is labeled anarchy versus anarchist versus accelerationist accelerationist if you don't know the difference and how they are and how it's like a triangle and it's the force of the state and then someone's in the middle but we should sit out and just relax 
and do the old Negro wisdom of, I'm staying out the way. Go back and watch that episode in in total completion because it gives you the information that you need to know. What do you have to say so far? You know, put that meme back up for me, uh, the Black Lives Matter meme. If you can put that back up for me real quick. Thank you. Now, the mere fact that this organization has received $1 billion in corporate donations and over $100 million in individual donations, um, that should tell you something. Because had that been truly a Black organization, it would not have amassed that much contribution. History shows you that it would not have amassed that much of a contribution. And so we could say, we could take the mindset and say, well, you know, that's a what not what Black Lives Matter means to me. You know, I'm going to wear this shirt. I'm going to do this because Black Lives Matter to me. And in context, I'm not, I'm not part of that in context. But the problem with that thought is it is obvious that the Black Lives Matter movement has nothing to do with advancing black people. You don't have to wear a t-shirt that says Black Lives Matter to know that black lives matter. Black lives just do. You're, you could serve your time better by getting out, first of all, revamping your thinking, and then within your individual spheres of influence, begin to speak in a manner that is going to drive us towards the same direction, right? Each one, teach one, right? So right now we're looking at something where you had some uh, uh, people who started the movement in the first place. It wasn't about black lives, not in it, not unless it included lesbians and feminists, all right? It was never about black lives in that regard. So these people, they have started a movement. They got these floating causes. That's what my problem is with them. They got these floating causes, which lets me know that they're opportunity, opportunists of sorts. So now they didn't just float it off into the sunset and started different causes. The founders of this thing have started different causes. They're no longer a part of this. It's been co-opted like uh, and, until you don't understand co-op, it's as if they started something, built it up in, in as far as appearance, and then secretly sold it behind the back door. So that a whole nother group of people, in this case, anarchists, are using uh, the, the moniker Black Lives Matter, but they're not doing anything concerning Black Lives. But because you keep seeing Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter is psychological, how they're playing you. Black Lives Matter, but they're doing all kinds of destructive things that has nothing to do, it's counterproductive to anything Black. It has nothing to do with black. And so at this point, black people, you should cease wearing these shirts, cease buying these mugs and pencils and notebooks and everything with BLM on it. Cease and desist. You're supporting them. Abort mission. Abort it. Because it has nothing to do with you. And so I would say, uh, <laughs> who's benefiting from the from it more? Well, it's... It, Poor black, it ain't about more because poor black communities are not benefiting at all from it. Uh, more so, the Democrat politicians would be benefiting more from it than anything black. No, nothing black is benefiting. 
Nothing black is benefiting. Nothing black is benefiting. Peep the slang on YouTube, on the Film Review Life channel, says, Peep the slang says, Vegas is the building, let's go cube. Vegas is the building, let's go cube. Right? So look. The next one up is an interesting meme. It's a real interesting meme. Thank you. Uh, this one right here. It's like these memes are coming up that we have covered this in nauseum and it's coming up now late. So this one says, vote like your life and future depended on it. Okay. And we are. And we are, we're not. <laughs> right, that's right. So listen, we already have said that we're not voting because no reparations, no American black vote. No reparations, no American black vote. Now, there's three ways to vote. They, they, don't, they don't tell you. There is, there is yay, nay, and abstain. And when you abstain, it is a political move and to say that we abstain because you're not offering us anything that is worth anything for us to continue to vote for you. Vote like your life and future dependent on it. If you ever read, now we broke this down when we did Donald Trump versus Biden. Joe Biden, when we when we did the tale of the tape, you can go back and watch that episode. We break down both of their plans in nauseam. And when you see that the Dixie Crap plans is about giving immigrants are set aside that Martin Luther King got his throat shot out for. And there on the other side, there is a person who has put together the platinum plant and lo and behold, Ice Cube jumped the plantation or he probably will finally sit down and have a dinner with the president, but he assisted in the platinum plan. He, he put the olive branch out to both sides one said after the election, the other said, hey, let's sit down and discuss. Vote like your life depending on. Now, we keep on saying that there are Dixiecrat coons, there are Repub coons, there are nonpartisan coons, there are independent coons voting. They just want to belong to something. You need to go back through our episodes to get a understanding, middle standing, overstanding of what is being said here. We're moving forward. We're on episode 37. We've laid out everything that you need to know. Definitions, everything. Go back and watch those episodes. If you are voting as if your life and your generations after you were important to you and not a party, most likely you would be voting very differently than what your people are pushing you to do. But that's 
for you to go back and watch the previous episodes. We're moving forward. What do you mean by that? Do you got to go watch the previous episodes? All right, people, here's one. As we get closer to putting the rubber to the road, it says, as we read it here, the soul does not love. It is love itself. It does not exist. It is existence itself. It does not know. It is knowledge itself. Right? Interesting. What do you have to say about that before we move on? Uh, as we begin to move out of being influenced so much by those things that are outside of us, that meme is very true and it's applicable. Now that the way it's expressed is coming from one school of thought. However, it's applicable to every spiritual um, school of thought, just voiced a different way. So, I mean, it's true. And basically that's saying it's God. It's what makes us God. It what, it's what makes us us. God is love. God is uh, has no beginning and no end, so it's self he's self-existent and he's all-knowing. And so we have been gifted with those same attributes. We just fail to understand that because of so many other influences that uh, indicate the otherwise. You know, we listen to them and we we are relegated to this I'm only human thing, which gets on my nerves every time I hear it. Uh, but yeah, that's very true. Very true. Good expression. Very true. Let's move on now. The day you realize your true value is the day you realize who doesn't. The day you realize your true value is the day you realize who doesn't. This is very applicable to the election. When you realize your value, your <laughs> true value, what your true value is, then you realize who doesn't realize or value your true value, right? Now, this one comes from our brother-in-law, Will, yes. This one is a great one because I said, oh, People have, are listening, right? We was raised to believe Jesus was white. America was the land of the free and U.S. blacks to vote Democrat. All three are bullpucky. They're bullpucky, right? We was raised to believe Jesus was white. America was the land of the free and U.S. blacks to vote Democrat. All three are bull snit. All right? Let's keep moving here. Let's keep moving. Right? Perspective, perspective. See, all those people who voted early out of fear and not really looking and going over to the web. We've been pressing you to go over to the website and read what the Dixiecrats had in store for you and you have not done it. If you haven't done it, you are going to the voting voting booth and you will damn your next generations because there will be people who look like you who are immigrants or who may be immigrants who don't look like you. There's going to be telling your 
offspring what to do. They're going to be the buffer between you. You have to go back and remember when American blacks were buffer between the Caucasians and the Indians in Manhattan. You have to go back and you have to go back and you have to see, and you have to go, just go now. Go to Africa in certain countries where the Chinese are and they use Indian police officers from India to be the buffer between them and the Africans whose country they're recolonizing, colonizing again as good Chinese African citizens. Let's keep moving. Here, this one also comes from our brother-in-law, Will. So my choices are between number 45, Pence, who don't like blacks, and Biden and Harris, who don't like blacks. Great choices for us, 100% shenanigans. <laughs> Let that sit. Let that sit for me. Now I'd like to say something about that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Go ahead. Now, um, the the key element don't like blacks. Don't like. You know, have you ever been in a situation where you don't like pe a person, but you still help them? Not liking can be attached to many different things. And it could express itself many different ways. Not liking, I don't know. I mean, uh, for the first five out of 10 of the 10 point plan being uh, fulfilled, which is something no other president has ever done as far as keeping it for him not to like us, you know, he's sure doing, sure willing to, to, to do what's right. So not liking you does, is not attached to not doing what's right. You understand. So, yeah, you know, uh, by default, a lot of white people in power do not like blacks as a rule based on a lot of stereotypes, but they still may possess the ability to do what's righteous, um, you know, to, to an extent. In this case, it's been more done righteously than we've ever seen. So we can give credit for that. Now, now, we've talked about on previous shows about the 10-point plan and how five of the out of the 10-point plan was implemented, and then he came with the platinum plan. And we were like, hey, that platinum plan looks good. It's kind of, you know, kind of right up the alley. It's, it's, it's plain, plainly written. It's not that, that political goobly gop that they talk. And it's to the point of what it is. Now, we come to find out that Ice Cube was involved with this, right? And we've been telling you, this is twisting up. We keep telling you. Now, so this, this tweet came out on the 13th. And it started the avalanche and started the any type of natural disaster you could think of the shock wave the a 
aftershock, the, the, the earthquake, the tsunami, it started it. The hurricane, right? It started it, right? Right here it says, shout out to at Ice Cube for his willingness to step up and work with at real Donald Trump administration to help develop the hashtag platinum plan. Then there's a link to the platinum plan so that you could read the platinum plan if you would just read. Just read. And if you would go to Biden's website after you go through all of the various <laughs> panel, all the different modules. You think the, the third module is about you, but it's not. Go back and watch our episode Donald Trump versus Biden, the teller to tape. Right? After you, that's not it. Then you scroll down and you finally get to three and somewhere you're stuck at the end and it's got something about immigrants and and Mexican something. And you're like, whoa, wh why are two modules? Why are we next to two modules about that? And you open it up and you find out that you're gonna be put in debt. But you have to go read that for yourself. Because I'm gonna tell you, read. <laughs> read what they wanna do for the immigrants. We're not gonna repeat it again. We have it on previous episodes in nauseum. And if you would just read. Leaders gonna lead, haters gonna hate. Thank you for leading. Katrina Katrina Pearson, right? So this was October 13th, 2020, and this sent the shockwave, right? Because, you know, Cuba come out with his contract with Black America, right? And you can go to his website, contract, with america.us right and you can read his plan and you can see what's implemented now if you ask me if a group of people don't blow you off and actually take interest in what you're saying and if you research you find out that the person that the person has implemented five out of the ten plans that the preachers put up initially. Remember when they were calling the preachers coons and everybody fell for it? They said they were sellouts and they was coons and they was with Trump. Well, they had come up with a 10-point plan. I bet you that was back in 16. I bet you you haven't read that plan yet. And it's about you. And five of those were implemented, including funding, giving $250 million to hysterical black historical black colleges so they don't have to keep running with their hands their hat in their hands every year trying to get funding stretched out to 10 years. Hopefully the president that he made, the president that he made, then will the next president comes in will extend it past that 10 years and not Reverse it. No, oh, you got to know what's going on. You got to know what's going on. You know, our father came from the Jim Crow South. And our father, you know, he mellowed in later years, but our father was was rough. Was rough. And it was like you do what he says, right? Our father mellowed. Would you agree, Tanya? Our father mellowed over time, right? 
He, he, he did. Go ahead. He did. Right. He so did. He, he did. And I think, and I think that he was how he felt he needed to be during the time that we were younger. Um, he needed to be a certain way because we were growing up and he was rearing us, uh, him and our mom. So he was being how he needed to be. Once we were grown, he was able to to let that down a little bit. Because they said that we are going to teach you and rear you here so that nobody out in the street will. That's right. So nobody in the street will. We will get you up from off of under the feet of people. So often, our father would say no to something and then come back later within maybe uh, just the turnaround of two minutes and reverse that and be kind and generous. But it was like, no, because he was thinking about the times <laughs> when he was coming up and it was no meant no. And he thought about it and said, no, I'm doing something different than it was done to me. So not equating Donald Trump to that, but you don't go by what a person says. You go by what they do. Actions speak loud. That's why that term, actions speak louder than words. And what has he actually said about American black people? You don't know that because you have, you've been listening to the echo chamber. You've been listening to MSNBC who has people on there who are immigrants that look like you but didn't fight your struggle. Didn't fight your people you're listening to them. What does that make MSNBC if they're using invasion of the black body snatchers to try to inform you to go the way of the Dixiecrat? That makes them racist because they didn't want to hire an American black. They didn't want to hire an ADOS one that doesn't take the crap and would tell them where to get off. Them others don't tell where to get off. They go along with the program. Watch closely when you see immigrants around. They look like you. And watch how they go around and get around and go along with the program, but then they try to dog you. Come on. Come on now. CNN the same thing. It, 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 it's disgusting. So to get good news, to get fair and balanced and with no fear, that's the slogan now on the other channel that I would hate that I've already said this in nauseam, but Fox, you get both sides. They have people on. It's not an echo chamber. You have not even read the plan that the pastors, the black pastors came up with in good faith and five of them have been implemented. It's a disgrace and you say that you're for black people. I'm for American black people. I'm for policies that work for American black people. If you are for a party, if you are for a party, you are a coon. There's no other way to cut it. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. The chats are open. You can put your comments. We will read your comments and we will retort. But there's no other way to cut that. If you are for a party, but you are not for your American black people, and you can't look at a candidate and say, he destroyed us, no vote for him, 
If the other one doesn't come up with reparations, no vote for him. We're going to abstain and say we abstained in a large block until we get what will repair us. If you're not saying that and you're for a party, for a party, you are a coon. Just face it. Just, just face it. We're not voting because there's no reparations on the table. But if they come up with reparations and it's legit, and it's legit reparations, we're going to endorse. Yes, sir. Let's keep moving. Him. This comes from Boyce Watkins. Boy, politics makes strange bedfellows. And so this comes from Boyce Watkins, who also had Cube on his. Uh, stay tuned because we have another video presentation edited up by yours truly, Crazy D. And you know my video presentations get to the point. They are concise and precise in the editing, and they get to the point. We're going to let the man himself, Cube, speak. And of course, we're going to come in and give context, right? But here we go. This is Boyce Watkins, right? So Boyce Watkins says, Him, the Dixiecrat Party, loves black people, so why would Ice Cube meet with Republicans? Meet. Nobody owns black people. Him. He is so flustered, him, that Boyce Watkins is emulating here, him, that his diction and his writing ability goes and goes straight to snit, okay? But we want black people to be free, so why won't you do the what they F we tell you to do? So flustered that the English language just went to crap. Me. That's not freedom. That's slavery. Go away. That's not free. That's not even freedom. That's slavery. That's not even freedom. You don't own me. Have you seen... Let me bring this down for a minute. It's a disgrace. It's a di disgrace. Have you seen the commercial where they use the little boy and he's looking at Biden's American pen on his lapel? And Biden is there and he takes the pen off and gives it to the little boy and the mother is so happy and just so great to be, in our opinion, the observations are just so happy and so great to see, to be standing by this Caucasian man, and he, she's the it's the grandmother for sure because she looks too old. Just observations to be the mother, and the little boy is there. I mean, you're making Toby instead of Kunta Kente if you understand the reference. I gotta get that jet. You got to send the jet. People will know what I'm talking about a lot. You got to send the jet. But anyway, look. Let me go on. I mean, people was hopping, hopping, and it was hopping and popping around here when Biden came here. They was hopping, it was jumping. Oh boy, he was getting all kinds of photo ops. I didn't see people using his photo ops, and they ain't gonna get D nothing. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah, no, he, got about, he got about a whole basket of them pins. He grabbed, he grabbed a handful of them before he leave to go where he going. He, he didn't give away nothing by giving away that pin. He got a whole basket full of those pins that he he grabs before he leaves to get on the plane. He, he didn't give nothing. 
He said, he said, that's your reparations, son. I gave you that uh, American uh, pendant of the American flag. That's your reparations, son. We gave you, um, we gave you the non-American black acting American black Kumala, Kamila for some who call her that, Kamala, others. I call her Kumala because she's Indian from India, uh, descended, not American, black. But we gave you her. That's your reparations. And before that, what it? <laughs> we gave you Obama, who wasn't American black either. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Okay. Here's another one from Boyce. Like I said, politics makes strange bedfellows. Ice Cube is the former slave who, went, who ran away from the plantation. Now the Dixiecrats are trying to get him back, trying to get back their property. <laughs> we should have we should have um, we should have had some people have ironed this out a long time ago and we wouldn't have to use these references of the plantation alright <laughs> so you know we, 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 we wouldn't have to use these references of the plantation okay people now if you thought that that was putting the rubber to the roll, we are getting ready to begin. So you smash the share button and the like button. You have to have humor in this because we told you, we told you from episode one all the way up to episode 36 and now 37 that this was coming. And when this all twisted up like this, when this is all twisted up, some of them people that went out there and they have wasted their vote without, they're going to, find out later. They're going to find out after they have wasted their vote. They did not go and research their vote. They're going to find out later how detrimental their vote was. Vote like your life and your future depending on your future is your future offspring. Your, your, your grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren, where are they going to be? Who's going to be over them telling them what to do? The 22 million African immigrants here, we're 42 to 44 million. We could have been 66 million, but 22 million of us have been aborted. I got a, I got a question, an observation of something. Remember, I told you that I've been getting, like almost at least three times a week, I get something in the mail uh, to, to fill out these ballots and things like that. Now, who is monitoring where these things are coming from? How many of them are being sent out? How many of them are coming back? And if they're going to count the same person three and four times, I don't trust uh, simply because it's such an overkill. I mean, I get text messages. I get text messages from four or five different organizations, a women's organization, black women's organization. I get all kinds of things. And some of these things are coming out of Columbus, Ohio, which is our state capital. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying who's monitoring where things are coming from and how much is being counted. I don't trust this whole process. I don't, but 
I don't. I just really don't trust it. And it's very important. It's very important that people really listen. So anyway, so like I said, this this came up October 13th, and this is one of the responses to it, right? Make sure you smash the share button, like button, all that, because we are going to play the video presentation. Did you know that Cube was on with Roland this morning? We have some of that. But we're going to have Cube speaking his own words about what's going on. You see, this can't be, this is like when Martin Luther King was going, you know, there were people who were against what Martin Luther King said. They were against what Hera Belafonte said. Before Martin Luther King, they were against what Old Man River. <laughs> what Old Man River used to say, right? Paul Robinson. They were against what he said. And he was moving it forward, right? They were against it because they said, you are rocking the boat. This is not what we're used to. This is not what it is. This is a paradigm shift. Are you informed enough to be ready for it to move in the right direction? Some of you have already voted, which has disqualified you. It will put you out the game forever. Now, this was... So the woman responds to what uh, Katrina Pearson says. She says, this was a key issue for Ice Cube. He is a man of his word. He said he will work with whichever campaign put forth an economic and prosperity plan, especially for black community. Trump did it. Welcome aboard Ice Cube. Trump did it. Welcome aboard aboard Ice Cube. Let's look at some other tweets that came in. Like, people who voted early out of fear and didn't look, didn't read, didn't just listen to what... Why would you listen to what a Caucasian on either side tells you without doing the research when you say that you can't trust Caucasians, but yet you're trusting Caucasians. It, 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 let, let me take this down for a minute so I can so I can look at you and, and ask that question again. This is very important, see. We don't say, uh, up here, we don't say trust Caucasians. We say we look at policies that will help American blacks get their repair. That's what we say. We don't say we trust Caucasians. There's too much history on all the sides. We didn't broke down all the sides of everything back there talking about the anarchists and the accelerationists. Go back and watch that episode. We don't have time to go keep on repeating. Why would you trust what a set of Caucasians have said when you say that we are in a system where you can't trust Caucasians because they have been about the degradation and the destruction of American black people since we were no longer property. But and you yet, know what else? But yet, let, me, let me say this last point. I'm bringing it. But yet, you still rely. The reason why you are able to speak freely and walk around freely is you're reliant on laws that Caucasians afforded you due to people fighting and saying that if you want us to do something for you, you want us to give you a vote, 
we will give you the vote if you do this. That's what Martin Luther King did. He didn't just say, oh, let's just march. Let's just boycott this boy bus company without a demand. You're out there protesting and doing something. You're just going along feeling good. Oh, I'm part of the cause without having a demand. It's not about trusting either side. So why would I sit up and listen to echo chamber or listen to the other that has been traditionally known to be racist and just take it verbatim without going out and researching everything is your Dewey Decimal System is right there in Google. You go to Google, you type in and you can research and find out what you need to know. Why would you? Why would you trust any Caucasian when it's when you say I can't trust Caucasian, but you are trusting with Caucasian? You talking about you going to vote for this dude because you afraid of the other dude, but you ain't researched what he did. You didn't research what he did to put your uncle, your father, your sister, your daughter in prison. You didn't research the dude that your people were selling for, who was actually funding a war half around the country. Then they penalized them for funding the war through crack rock. Two sides, Democrat and Republican, but you don't go research that though. You don't say I'm gonna abstain and we're gonna, as a mass group, say we're gonna abstain. No, we got to vote because he's gonna, he's gonna do something. When Trump can't do nothing that we don't allow him to do. But when Biden get in there, you're going to allow him to do everything because you're going to think, oh, he's got our best interest at heart. But you didn't research. So you don't know. It is it is, a, it is a disgrace. It is a disgrace. It is a disgrace before God. Honestly. And you're calling yourself Christians, Muslims, Buddhists, whatever you believe in. It's all the same. But whatever you believe in, you're saying you're that but you're believing one Caucasian, if you do the research, they've never been good for you. The other one hasn't been good for you, but you're gonna believe them because it makes you your dopamine release in your brain. You're not about American black. You're about being a party coin. Party till it's 19, oops, out of time. You know, because we we have a diverse audience that tunes into observations, uh, hashtag observations, um, I have to speak to this because I hear all different kinds of things in my uh, different online relationships and stuff with people. And this is what I want to give you a biblical reference because I'm hearing a lot of Christians say, well, you know, it seems like some black people are idolizing uh, they're, uh, you know, being black over being Christian. And I want to speak to the fact that in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul and Peter, it says they withstood each other to the face because Paul was speaking to the converted Jews and uh, Peter was speaking to the Gentiles that had converted to Christianity. And they were having an argument over whether to eat meat or not eat meat. Uh, both of them were uh, at a deficit, so to speak, because it wasn't a matter of eating meat or not at the time. It was a matter of what type of meat to eat they should have been discussing. Uh, but because they had inserted their personal uh, their personal positions from whence they came 
into the argument. It became a fight because they had their personal stances from whence they came. So I said all that to say that when you have people that's coming from different backgrounds, there's always going to be, uh, it should be a concern from that which you're in. For those of you who take the stance that, oh, you know, we're all one in Jesus, that's not true. If that's the case, all churches would be integrated. I've experienced um, dealing with 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 uh, white people who did something separate during the the nine one one situation and went down. There was a separate prayer conducted in our city, and when they were sent an invitation, they did not come and partake of the ones that was being headed by the church that I was at at the time. And we were we it was citywide. It was on Public Square. That's where it took place. That they didn't partake of that, but then they decided after not having originally had the idea, they decided to do their own thing at a later date in like public hall or one of the bigger venues indoors and not outdoors. So that was just one example of many where we could say we are we are one in the we might be one in the belief of Christ, but even in that, we're not one on how that is even being expressed and implemented. So do not uh take the stance where you come in and say, well, you know, you can't you can't elevate your um, your ethnicity over your religion because I'm going to tell you something. Now get mad at this if you're going to get mad at anything. The religion itself, and I'm going to get off of this, the religion itself is flawed. And I'm going to leave it right there. I'll come back to that at another time on one of my own broadcasts, but I, it's flawed. Okay, people, so look. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Let people know the what one. Share, share, share. Like, like, tag your people in it because we are bringing information. And this is medicine today. Medicine can sometimes be bitter to you when you are waking up from out the fever, from out the delirium. The medicine that will heal you can sometimes be bitter. The natural remedy can be bitter. Someone writes to Katrina and Q and the real Donald Trump, Kanye's going to get jealous. The person didn't have a uh, picture on their avatar. You know, that's here and on there for that. So the person responds, you can see the names up there, excuse me. Kanye won't be jealous, frankly. It's cool seeing rappers like Kanye, Cube, Diddy, and Ice-T challenge black people to ask, has our decades-long loyalty to Dixiecrats really improved our communities? 213-943-3358. I'd like to hear from some of the uh, operatives that were calling in in the beginning, but then all of a sudden we start going real deep into it beyond the talking heads and arguing because we don't argue. We just want to exchange ideas. We want to exchange ideas for the betterment of American black people. Everything else can go to, well, you know where it can go. Okay, so here we go. So here's another person who does have a picture on their avatar. You see, 
Listen, if you're mad at Ice Cube for helping Trump develop a black agenda, be mad at all the celebrities that helped the Dixiecrats develop a black agenda that they never did. I'm mad at Ice Cube for falling for that snit knowing damn well Trump ain't gonna do snit, right? He's saying he's mad at Cube. But we know for sure by looking at Biden's plan. See, we show you all sides. We don't we don't clip and just say, hey, we're only gonna show you one side. We show you all sides and all opinions. It's one thing for sure. When you go to Biden's, to the Dixiecrats, to the Biden page, they show you what they're about, and it surely isn't about us. They show you what they're gonna do to you. They're gonna put you in debt. That's what they show you. I mean, clearly. I mean, it's just clear, clear as day. But anyway, listen here, listen here. So here's Q. Q responds, right? He responds the next day on October 14th. Facts. I put out the CWBA. Both parties contacted me. Dem said, we'll address the CWBA after the election. That's their playbook. If you go back and you research, that's their playbook. If Kennedy hadn't got his cap peeled and Johnson hadn't got in there feeling kind of bad, then directing uh, Martin Luther King, MLK, on how to get the media presence there so he could push this through because he was feeling bad because a fellow Caucasian was, his cap was peeled. That wouldn't have happened and Kennedy would have said, well, wait until you elect me. And he was going for the next term right then when he got his cap peeled in Dallas. And they would have kicked it down the road and then they would have kicked it down the road and said, well, make sure you elect the next Democrat because I wasn't able to get to it in my last four years in the presidency. But kick it down the road. That's what they do. So, facts. I put out the CWBA. Both parties contacted me. Dem said, will We'll address the CWBA after the election. Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CWBA. Who's taking your vote for granted while you're out there handing your vote over so easily and they're basically telling you if you go to the website and just read Biden's plan. It's a lot to read. You got to cut through a lot of modules. I'm telling you, you got to cut through a lot of modules just to get to you. It's about maybe a quarter way down. The first one you think economic justice for minorities, but we're not a minority. You click that and you find out what that's about. That's not about you. That's about joining different people together to take your set of sites. Then you go down and you finally get there, but you're put in there with, you got a module there for you talking about lift every voice and sing. I'm going to make it easy for you. Lift every voice and sing. First of all, why do we have to have something that's supposed to be taken seriously? Talk about lift every voice and sing. It's an insult. It's an insult. It is an insult. And that Sanders woman, I can't never remember her first name. Simone. That's Simone. It. I got it. Simone Sanders. She is not even. 
Well, I'll let you go figure that out for yourself. But lift every voice saying, making that a title, that is an insult. That is an insult, but you're going to take that insult. And some of you have early voted. I am sorry to tell you that you are on the wrong side of history. See, we're not voting because we said we want reparations on the table and no vote. What's your excuse? You just want to be a good board cool man. The people on the Republican side, they haven't offered. Well, at least they did offer the platinum plan. And they did reach out to a person that has been strong in the black community, American black community, speaking out on records right and speaking out when necessary and standing for his when necessary you need to go back and watch some of those videos with the Harry Foxman and all that and the anti-defamation league and everything and this man has come through all of it right at least they did reach out and they did do something and he does have black people that are out front working and you can't call everybody else cone because what are you calling the people who are leading you in the wrong direction what would you call them they're leading you in the wrong direction and the people on and the and the plans they have for you are not the right plans what would you call those people they're all cones in my book because I'm an American black man about American black politics I'm about policy. I'm about policies, legislation that helps us. Forget everybody else. That's for real. Now, without further ado, people, it is now time for the video presentation. And you know, we always take our time to make sure that we bring this across. So I wanted you to hear this in the in his own words, Ice Cube in his own words. We have Ice Cube, we have we have Roland interviewing Ice Cube, and then we have Joe Brown. Smash the share button, smash the like button. There is information that's getting ready to be disseminated. This has already been kind of bumpy for some, I could tell. I'm looking. Some, it's bumpy for some. They say, dang, it's, it's a hard medicine. This guy is calling me. I, personally, I don't know what your, what your voting stance is, but we appreciate that you're sitting here watching us today. We don't know what your voting stance is, so you shouldn't take it personal unless you believe that you're actually uh, one or the other or the party, but to actually be that, you would actually, actually be over there in downstate or upstate or at the Capitol actually producing laws and legislation and voting being in elected office to actually be that. Other than that, you just vote that, but you're not that. You should vote along what helps American blacks and nothing else. So let's go through this. So let's start with Cube here. 213-943-3358. We're trying to hear the pundits were calling all through, you know, saying they always would do the two-minute drill with us and the two-minute drill would sh shut them down. Sh shut them down. Da -da -da -da. Shut them down. You know down. what? Go ahead. Wait, hold on one second. Uh, 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 you know what? Couldn't you hear it? Like, as I'm sitting here and we, we're saying that when he went, to the Dems, they said, you know, we, we can do it after election. Check the weak uh, psychology that they tried to play there. Check that. So when you vote for us and we get in, 
So now what he was supposed to do, because they couldn't actually come out and say vote for them, right? That's that you can't do that. They can't, I mean, he couldn't just they couldn't just uh say that in context of him speaking with them about policy, right? So they said after the election, <laughs> we'll we'll talk to you. So in other words, you're assuming power because now what you want him to do is go out and encourage everybody to vote them because they said they're going to talk to us once they get in. I mean, this is something that what what's going to have to be realized here by the Democrats, they take a lot for granted. And um, one of the things they take for granted is we got nodules on the side of our neck like Frankenstein and our head screw on and off. That's one of the things that they take for granted. And the nerve of that. And then secondly, I could hear the racist, uh, the racism in their voice, in the in the in the the in what they said. They said, "Well, you know, after the election, we talked to you. It was dismissive. It was dismissive. So your cause right now is not important for us to take a break and sit down and hear what you have to say. It's not that important. So we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it after the more important stuff. The more important matters are taken care of." You are you were never going to speak about that. It was never going to get to that. Um, what what's the concerning part about this is they had immigrants that are African American, Africa American, working for these campaigns who are speaking on behalf of the candidate that look like you that are saying. We will discuss it later. The buffer is already there. And you got to do your research to know. Cube. What's happening, fam? Um, you already know how I get down. Over the last few months, I've been really going deep into this um, political space. Um, you know, reading a lot of history, trying to understand how systems work, um, not getting caught up in anybody's rhetoric, but <laughs> looking for my damn self um, and just trying to figure out why we continue to, you know, flounder at the bottom. He said, he said, he said that he watched. He he goes and investigates. He doesn't listen to the talking heads. Translation. He doesn't listen to the talking heads. He goes out and he goes out and researches for himself to get to the reason why we have been traditionally floundering at the bottom. Tracy, could you read Stu LZ's uh, comment? Because I'm not seeing it, but my producer just came in and told her, Tracy Latrice said that there is. So if you could read his comment, because I'm not seeing it. You know, Facebook sometimes blocks me from things. It's just part of their policy, I believe. If you could read his comment, please. Do you see it? Yes, I see it. Okay, go ahead. 
He says the Democrats took a lot of assumptions last time and lost. Assumptions last time and lost. Q. You know, what is it? And what I found is that there's systems in place, as we all know. It ain't because, you know, we ain't doing what we supposed to do as black people because, of course, we all can do better. You know, there's shit that we need to do to clean up our cells in our community. But besides that shit, the system is fucked up. It's, it's just designed totally. And not only designed, but there's a dedication to keeping us at the bottom of this country. Um, and I don't know if we can count on any parties to get us about the shit, to be honest. Um, so we are gonna have to do a lot of things different as a black community. Um, we have to pool our resources. We have to think about ourselves. You know, we love all the other races of the world, but at some point we gotta figure out how do we get ahead? Cause everybody's on top of us. But uh, one is on top of us and we're not on top. What have we been saying on hashtag TFR podcast live? Hashtag observations TFR. If you go and read Biden's program, matter of fact, you just go back to our episode where we did the tail of the tape and we lay out the situation and you can go over to the website and then sift through all the modules to see that what we said was exactly correct. No, we broke it down both sides. Let's continue on. Us, um, or everybody's on top but us. And the shit ain't gonna work. We ain't gonna survive this. The way it's going, it's just designed that I, I can't see the future. So we gotta change this shit. Um, everybody's been mad at me because I haven't been on the, the fucking, um, you know, the gravy train of, of these candidates, you know, especially Joe Biden and Harris, you know. I don't, I don't trust none of them. No president has done right by us. So I don't, I don't, I don't trust go. none of them. Here we go. So putting our you know, hopes and dreams behind any of them just don't work. We gotta make them do what we want them to do. And there's only a few ways to do that. Now I've been- That's right, that's right. Making contacts, trying to, you know, talk about these real issues, you know, um, you know, straight up, I believe the the Democrats have, they've been nice, you know, they've been um, cordial, so to speak. You know, I don't, I don't really see them pushing their policies in, in any different direction. 
You know, they're still talking this minority, minority, people of color shit uh, that don't necessarily include us. That don't necessarily include black Americans, especially um, descendants of slaves. Um, Ados. Right there. Now look. <clears throat> Back on... Um Where's my sheet at? Where's my paper? Back on August 2nd, 2020, we had a show where we talked about why uh, why uh, ADOS is being shut out of the reparations discussion by black politicians, right? And we were we referenced Ice Cube then because Ice Cube had put out a video where he was putting out olive branches to various people who had been working on the solution to the struggle that American blacks have been going through in this country. And he put out olive branches. And I noticed that ADOS, the two spokespersons, got into, in my opinion, their feelings and pretty much went wanted to show why he was just the entertainer etc etc and we said on the show that it should be because there was uh, Paul Robeson and Harold Belafonte even Sidney Poitier various entertainers over time that have pushed for the advancement of American black people right and I said that maybe they need to swallow their pride and just come in because he is the spearhead because he has a certain amount of popularity. And he's in it, he's been in it for the long haul, but this shutdown brought about his focus. And he's always been about, we laid out a broad plan and we need the modules to connect in. Not as many as Biden has on his on his website about his ideas, his goals, his bold ideas. But anyway, look. So we said that, right? And we talked about that. Now, later in the presentation, you're going to see where a member of Encobra. See, you don't you don't probably wouldn't know what Encobra is. You should look that up. They've been fighting for reparations for over 20 some years right and so they're kind of anti-ados who are these young artists oh this is just politics that don't need to be happening when we need to be like this right we don't right. need button heads right. we need to be like this right so what you will find is there were people who when he was interviewed on roland martin said we are with you from the top and we said that they will shoot themselves in the foot with this and sure enough, we also talked about herd immunity. And we just I saw as I was researching this ice cube that Roland on the show yesterday just started talking about herd immunity, saying that Trump's administration is in herd immunity. We talked about that on August 2nd, 2020, that we were headed into herd immunity. And all the people who are out there partying like it's 1999, some have masks, some don't. They take pictures with the mask off. You are practicing herd immunity. So which person would you rather be with just using what you're doing? The person who said they're going to shut it all the way down or the person who is 
about getting the economy generating again. So it's all these things. It's so complex, but yet so simple. So simple, yeah. But we're not we're not voting because there's no reparations on the table. And I'm not a Dixiecrat coon, a Repub coon, a nonpartisan coon, or independent coon. I'm not about party. I'm about American black people. Q. American descendants of slaves. That don't, that, that ain't specifically us. It's everybody. We ain't gonna get shit. Because when you look around, everybody hates us. So we still at the bottom of that. Um, so, you know, I think the Democrats, they, you know, they got every black celebrity and shit on their team. So they just figure, you know, tell Q to shut the fuck up and vote. And so I ain't going to do that. You know, I'm going to push the program. We got a program. I'm pushing it on everybody. Um, we also met with the Republicans and shit. They, they brought us in. We talked to them. Um, they've, they've moved their agenda a lot because of what we said. Um, you know, they put $500 billion on the table and you know, but who knows, you know, who knows what's going to really happen. Um, I just know when I'm going to win. And I don't know if it can really matter to us. We got to just push whoever is in there because ain't nobody really solved our problems. Um, you know. People say we can't take another four years of this. Black people, we could take anything. Shit. Well, you you see, people, we we talk about fear, and when I learned that fear, that fight or flight is of the same emotion, fear. I said I'll stand in instead of retreat and run. Right? It's like. You're doing things from out of fear and you're retreating into the into the dark caves that you know out of so-called security, but they those dark caves are going to have an avalanche and trap you in it and you are going to suffocate. What are we saying on this show? It's not like this is just this was just put up a couple of days ago. We've been talking about this over two okay. years on the film review, Moves Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast. And we've been talking about this in nauseam since episode one all the way up to now, 37 on hashtag observations TFR. I want to say something about something he said He said that we don't know. He said we don't really know what's going to happen. There's $500 billion on the table, but we don't know. Um, and so I guess he was addressing what some doubters would say. Well, you don't know if they're going to do that. But what we can say is that when a person is establishing a track record where they've already done some things that's beyond what any other president has done, including 
Barack Hussein Obama, inclusive of him, more than what he did as he faces jail time. Um, so more than than <laughs> more than what he did for us, um, as he regrets killing Gaddafi, that he can't tell say why he did in the first place. More than what he's done for us people. So just by the track record over the first four years of the five out of 10 point plan being addressed and not just addressed, implemented, we could say odds are, it's good odds, a good chance that he is going to go with his word because he did it the first time. So we have at least that to go on or to wager against as opposed to somebody talking about, uh, well, you know, we can talk about that after we get in, after after you vote for us and you go, I encourage all your people to vote for us, Mr. Rapper. <laughs> you have some influence. We'll use your influence. <laughs> as we use you <laughs> to go and influence your people to vote and we get in, then perhaps. Perhaps we can sit down and have a discussion and just hear what you have to say and let it go through one ear and out the other. Well, you let us go up in you the next four years and sodomize you again. Um, I mean, Joe Biden, um, you know, the Democrats, I believe they owe us. Um, Will they do right by us at the end of the day? Who knows? Um, you know, I think the plan they have is, is, is you know, they're doing a lot when it comes to safety and police and all this shit, but, you know, that dough is thin. Everybody's money is thin. We're not going to get no respect in this country without the cash. We ain't going to get no respect in this country without having money Come on. Come in our on. community. It just ain't gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So everybody could be mad at me, pissed off at me. You know, I don't give. You know, hey, y'all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to the truth. I ain't about to be part of nobody programming. Ain't nobody gonna, you know, give me the back down. Come on. Um, and if y'all don't want to hear the truth, then that's your, you know, that's kind of a personal problem. Um, I'm gonna keep <laughs> spitting it how I see it, you know, and I think the problem is we a little too one-sided and we need to hold everybody to the fire and make sure everybody uh, do what they supposed to do when it comes to black people, not get caught up in whole lot of white people business need to worry about our own what's going on with us and um and then when we get what we got to get then we'll you know welcome everybody but we got to make a decision and we got to push people to do something to do something big and do it right now let's get right uh, to it. When when did you uh, when did it hit you where you said, you know what, I've got to do something. I've got to 
help put something together to help our people? Um, you know, I, I had thought of a piece of uh, what's now called the contract with Black America. I had thought of a piece of it called the American Jobs Pact, uh, where it was a, just a great, you know, program where industry could work with uh, the community and government. And um, so, you know, I was, I was working on that idea uh, for a while, and then I, I ended up getting into the big three um, and, you know, to start a league, a pro league from scratch, you know, it kind of, you know, monopolized my time. So it really took me away from it. And, um, you know, we're four years into that and that's rolling. We didn't get a chance to play this year. So um, I had a lot of time on my hands. So with this situation with George Floyd uh, and where the country is now understanding how much we need uh, uh, reform everywhere, you know, uh, overhaul, reconstruction of everything. Um, I started thinking, you know, with, you know, a bunch of smart people uh, and we said, you know, let's think of something broad. Let's look at all the areas where systematic racism uh, or systematic exclusion is uh, keeping us from having uh, generational wealth. Stop that right there. The key thing that he says in that generational generational wealth is the big key, but the mm -hmm. opening to that statement is he said reconstruction. He said reconstruction. Remember, we talked about phraseology, and he is a MC and a person, a poet. He can phrase those words. He said reconstruction. He didn't have to use that word, but he has been studying the situation mm -hmm. and he said reconstruction. For you, oh, we don't have time for Tanya to go look up the word reconstruction for you to know what it is. You should know what it is because it was simple, you know, history class. But if you don't know, go look up reconstruction. It was not completed and reconstruction was for American blacks to be made whole in the society. I will tell you that much. So when he says reconstruction, he's going back like the Confederates go back and say, we want this to be, we, well, we believe in reconstruction. Let's continue. Um, and so in digging, you see where all the pitfalls are, where all the the uh, obstacles, all the systematic stuff that keep us back that's happening in this country. And so that's what really started, you know, us thinking that we need something broad that we can ask government and the private sector to be a part of. How do you respond when people say, man, look, I'm not trying to listen to some entertainer talking about these policy issues. You, sh you, you shouldn't be addressing this stuff. I shouldn't have to. Really, I shouldn't. But, you know, somebody's got to, um, you know, set something in motion that's more than just, you know, reforming one thing like the police 
Um, you know, you reform the police, and if you leave the prison system in place and the justice system in place, it's not going to matter. You know, we're, we're getting it from all ends, so everything has to be reformed at the same time. Um, of course, we welcome smarter people to come look at what we got and build off of it. You know, this is an Ice Cube's contract with Black America. This is a contract with Black America. So anybody can help us make it better. You know, we're not legislators, so we not we don't have to take it the whole way. We just got to present what we believe we collectively need and the change that we collectively need to get a foothold in this country. Uh, because the whole thing about, you know, it's all about education. Uh, and you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, if you don't have no boots, you ain't got no bootstraps. And we ain't got no boots. We need some boots. Well, we folks, pull ourselves up. Well, folks always uh, love to use uh, that phrase, the bootstrap. But the reality is white folks d didn't pull themselves up by the bootstraps. Uh, they, they, they received significant uh, governmental assistance. Dr. King talked about that when it came to, to the, uh, uh, the land that was distributed all across uh, this country. And we talked about the resources as well. At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land. We play this at the top of the show as a pre-intro to the show every single week. And then we see that Roland references it. And so I decided that I would cut it in. If you have never heard this, this is Martin Luther King after I have a dream. This is Martin Luther King after the assassination of Malcolm X. This is Black is Beautiful. Dr. King, the one that they don't tell you about when he found out that it's more than just symbolism that is needed. We need some economics because they were handing economics out for free. They were handing out land for free, subsidies for free, and paying for people not to farm. Let's continue. Through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. But again, that's just one of those phrases that is always used to, to, to make black folks believe that we have to do everything ourselves, as opposed to, I mean, even now, I mean, you look, we're sitting here having a conversation uh, you know, over uh, over this digital platform, the internet wasn't created by the private sector. Government created the internet. That's how Mark Zuckerberg is rich and the guys who own Google and the rest of all these tech CEOs. This was a government creation. Without a doubt, you know, the government just pulled three trillion dollars out of a hat. And they bailed out a lot of big major companies 
but how many black companies did they bail out? Um, you know, we're 13.5% of the country, uh, give or take. So we, we deserve 13.5% of that money to go into our communities to help us get a foothold. You know, the wealth gap is 10 to 1. Every white, every uh, dollar that a white family has, a black family has 10 cents. And it's not getting closer, it's just getting bigger. Um, so, you know, that has to that has to stop, change, and reverse. We have to we have to catch up, uh, and we will never catch up at this pace. It's designed for us not to catch up, and we got to break that design. Uh, how many government contracts go to black um, contractors? Yep. You see, it's a shame. Like we talked about in episode 124, where we talked about herd immunity and ADOS, why ADOS is being shut out of the reparations discussion by black, quote unquote, black politicians. We talked about this and said, oh, what a shame that is that they don't just maybe stealthily, because he studied that. That comes from off of ADOS101.com. All you gotta do is go to ADOS and read. They already have it all laid out. They have who would how the money will be distributed. They've broken it all down. All you have to do is just read. And he has read that that comes from that. That comes from those statistics that ADOS has already done. And so it's, so maybe on the stealth, and everything doesn't have to be known to have be moving, maybe they moved together, and hopefully that's what it is. But we'll tell because we're going to go listen to them afterwards to see what they got to say if there's criticism or if there's jubilation jubilation um we should be getting 13 point something percent of that well this 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 week on the show i, I i've been calling out young and rubicam because they control the contract uh when it comes to uh you know getting the word out about the census that's a more than 300 million dollar contract 100 million that was supposed to go to black media and has gotten pennies now you know they finally are responding to us but the fact is we had, i had to call them out put them on blast on social media that's the kind of stuff that should not happen and the reality is we see this all across the board and not only when we, and not only that when we do get a contract they devalue uh, the black business or the black consumer and so they'll give us even less when it comes to that contract than somebody else who is appealing to a white audience so even when we do get a contract it's still less you know they got a thousand games and um we sick of the games you know it's time for for them to give us our just due you know, um, this is something we're owed. This isn't something we're asking for or begging for. Right. Um, we give all that tax money to the government, and all they do is give it to their friends. You know, money don't trickle down. It always trickles up. Is Trump a racist? I don't think so. This is Judge Joe Brown. Uh-oh, I've got warnings. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, I saw Joe, Judge Joe Brown because Judge Joe Brown is about to say something about what FB and and uh, and uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram have cut out about about Hunter Biden. He's about to say that as soon as I, as soon as Joe Brown's voice came on, there was a warning shot sent across the bow. Said, "Wait a minute, 
Joe Brown is going to talk about Trump as a businessman. Now, remember, people who have been studying this for a while, we told you this on previous shows, people who have been studying white supremacy to make something run, a white supremacist will be a white supremacist in business and know who can make something run. If you really listen to what Donald Trump has to say, like we're not voting, so we're so liberated, but we're not voting for either one because ain't no reparations on the table. Democrats started the reparations during the primaries, didn't say nothing about it. You should feel totally, totally abused by that because they didn't say anything. And then Trump, you know, he kind of referenced it just a little bit. And when he told the people at the summit last year, last summer that American black people built this country. He said African-Americans built the country. I say American black. American blacks built this country. Didn't you even, I bet you didn't know he said that, did you? But anyway, let's keep moving because your, your, your mind is bogged down with the echo chamber and you're not hearing it, right? But, so he's going to talk about Trump as a businessman. So I'm going to let him say it in his own words. He said, he had, the guy asked him, do you think Trump is a racist? And he said, I don't think so. Let's see if these warning shots come up with just Joe Brown's voice again. Let's see. I have talked to a number of black entrepreneurs who back in the late 80s and 90s, were early 90s, were trying to get financing. They could Somebody told them to go check with Donald Trump. So they come back and tell me they got a loan from Donald Trump. He gave them a term loan. Show up with the interest in the principal, one check. But they had to go see him personally. They independently relate this tale that when they saw him, he said, this is what you're supposed to pay me? This is our agreement? Said, yeah. And then tore the check up, shook their hands, and congratulations. Now run your business. And this was when? This was back in the 90s. See, most people don't even know this. He had a sister. He was, every time you saw him back in the 90s, fine paper bag, brown, beautiful black model. He likes fine women. He didn't have any problem with dating a black woman, walking her down red carpets. So, I mean, she says he's not a racist. He just doesn't like many people, black or white, and he appreciates people who do stuff <laughs> within their lane. Uh, well, not stay in their lane, but where they choose to be, if they do it well, he admires them, black, white, brown, red, yellow. Most people don't know this. He did was the finance man behind Jesse Jackson's two runs for president. Wow. So, you know, he talks. But I don't mind somebody talking. I think we've gotten too sensitive to that. That's part of the effeminization of the country. I remember in junior high and high school, yeah. I don't want to say nothing, man. But last night when I saw your mama, man, you don't know I was over there because you were asleep, man. But blah, 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 blah. We ran the dozens. That was our sport. Mm -hmm. So we were used to talking about each other. Now, man, he talked about my mama, man. What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Do, do you think uh, Trump will get reelected? I think he's going to get reelected. Uh, this impeachment mess we've got right now, 
There's a thing called the U.S. Constitution, and the Constitution says the president is the chief diplomatic officer of the United States. It puts no limits on his discretion. It simply says that if he comes up with any treaties, they have to be ratified by the Senate. If a treaty is ratified by the Senate, it becomes part of the supreme law of the land. The president and other elected and appointed officials are under oath required to follow the law of the land. The State Department, Secretary of State, are part of his cabinet and are essentially advisors to the president. He's the boss. So what he does relative to Biden is simply what is allowed and mandated by the Constitution, specifically Article 1, Section 8, that says the president is charged with, quote, enforcing the law of nations. We have an Interpol treaty with various European states and also one specifically with the Ukraine that requires that we basically investigate, apprehend, prosecute, extradite criminal elements and criminality. Mm -hmm. So Biden out of his own mouth, and I've heard this tape twice, uh, January this year, he says, well, 2019, he says, I guess I broke some laws, <laughs> extortion. I told the Ura uh, Ukrainians if they didn't get rid of this uh, the prosecutor prosecutor's name yeah. is Skoa, Skoa I think. Yeah, he said, if you don't get rid of him, we'd withhold $85 billion in loan guarantees. So his son, who had just been discharged for the military for being a junkie, uh, had a drug problem, had no history in business. He affiliates with this. And at the time, Biden was in charge of the U.S.'s Ukrainian posture and relations. Uh, Obama had assigned him that. And by implication, he brought Obama into committing a crime in office which is a felony, it's extortion. He committed one extortion by his own mouth, uh, threatening to withhold 85, million in, 85 billion in loan guarantees if they didn't get rid of this prosecutor who was zeroing in on that corporation that his son had just been hired to represent after Biden Sr. had uh, been assigned by the president the task of dealing with Ukrainian diplomacy. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, okay. So that's the whole story, people. You know, we're gonna bring you the facts. Now, while Biden, Biden, when he was fifty-one years old, said that there are super predators. It doesn't matter how they came up, whatever. They are a detriment to the people. We're gonna put them in jail. His son was just like that, and they did not do anything but give him a cush job over in the Ukraine. That's why we were talking about earlier. So you need to go research. You got to go research this stuff. That's why we said that Obama might be taking the perp walk and we chuckled at that because he is not American black. And so take the perp walk, please. Take the perp walk. Take the perp walk because you had nothing but negative stuff to say about American black men and what they should do, but you never stepped up and did anything about doing something to help us in the first place because you didn't come from the lineage and neither, the, neither does Kumala, Kamala, for those who are coons who love, love the, just the imagery. And she is so, in my opinion, 
ugly. She is ugly. Did you see her up there trying to go against the 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 candidate for the Supreme Court nominee for the Supreme Court? She didn't have anything for her, so she went and started doing a campaign speech before she asked her a few questions. You start to see, see, old girl that's running. She is uh, Jane Q. Uh, Jane Q. Crow Esquire. They got that stuff down. But guess what? Like you said, we've been through it before, and when you know the history, we'll get through it again. She's good, and she knew she didn't have anything for her. It's a damn shame. It's just one big lie. Our opinion, our observations. You need to go do the research. For all of those who early voted out of fear, and you were about the party line, and I'm not about American black, you are, a, in our opinion, a coon. You are a coon, unfortunate. Everyone who is afraid, who thinks that Trump is going to do something, and you haven't even read and seen what he has done for American black people yet. You haven't even read and saw what anti-American black things Biden did over his years in the Senate. Huh? So, people, we have gotten through everything that we need to get through. It's uh, 7.45, you got uh, 3.20, close out, here we go. You know, as um, it was being described, uh, what type of person Donald Trump was as far as his liking of people or not liking of people, that is characteristic of a successful business person that they're able to be cordial where they need to be cordial, they're, ne they're able to be what they need to be when they need to be it to get the job done, but they're not particularly attached to any group of people, not even their own uh, race of people. That's that's very characteristic of a successful business person, a successful, someone being successful in any arena. You pretty much gotta be detached to a point. You have to, you have to be uh, empathetic, being able to to be touched with the 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 climate of the people without being attached to the people. If you're called to lead, you can't be attached to people who don't know you're you're called to lead because you have the know-how to lead. That's in any arena. So the leader is not looking for uh, uh, um you know necessarily approval from the followers because you're still a follower. You don't know what it takes to lead. So the leader often is not liked because they have to be indifferent to the many voices that's trying to speak to them. And most leaders are being led from within, right? Oh, I know y'all don't want to hear that one. Most leaders are being led from within. So they don't have time to listen to somebody who has not even gotten there for their own personal uh, lives yet. Nobody's listening to you. Just fall in line and be quiet. Now, for those of you who early voted and ran and 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 you know y'all y'all pulled the jelly back on us, you know, you you what you do is don't have nothing to say. Just be quiet. Now we don't want you to jump ship when you find out the truth either. Don't jump ship and then come back 
and, and come over to the way that seems more favorable for those of us who stood for what we stood for. You just stay right where you at. We don't need no ship jumpers. We don't need that. Your character is already demonstrated to be jelly. We don't want it. Just stay where you're at. We love you, but we're going to love you from a distance. All right? But, you know, we, we have shared information now. We are at 74 hours uh, of information. This is two hours. Every time we hitting a one-two, that's why we need two hours. It's, it's a one-two punch. Two hours. Every show. So it's 74 hours. This is getting into you going into a master's degree program. Listening to this. And you need to go. You need to get it. You need to get it, but still, don't jump ship, though. Get it and straighten yourself out. You just stay on that side, though. Stay on that side. Look, look here, look here, look here, look here, look here. Tracy Latrice says that Ice Cube was kicking facts 100. Hard, hard, hard. Yeah, that's right. Listen, people. It's also indicative of a Gemini personality. You never know how often Geminis put out and work with people and people take that for granted. And then when they take it for granted and the Gemini realizes it, it's off with your head. It's like lobbing heads off. That's the way it is. So. When he first got in, he had all these great ideas, infrastructure, etc., etc. What did Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats do? Because he wasn't their candidate, they wanted to make him an illegitimate pres president all the way through. You know, all the way throughout the board, they wanted to do that, right? And they went out to do this, and as a Gemini does. When you're coming at them, they're going to lob your head off. He's been lobbing heads off left and right. And he's, and I'm telling you, he's trying to get that big prize. He's trying to get the big prize for the corruption that happened during the election of them spying on them. They're trying to get the big prize. They want that big perp walk. They want that big perp walk. So when you're seeing these different people come across, Ice Cube is a Gemini. Kanye West is a Gemini. But you know what they all did? They've all done business. They've all had their own businesses. And they realize what the United States of America is, is a corporation. And everyone knows if they would just tell the truth that everybody was waiting for 2020 to come in. They knew that 2020 was going to be it and it was going to go and lead in and move into the Everybody was out there promoting marketing, everything. Everybody was ready. And it wasn't just a fluke that the economy didn't come from Obama's economy, that ends the first two years in. Then it goes into the next person. Everybody was feeling good. Everybody can say that. True, if you like them or not, you had to say that that's what we was going in. Then the China virus came about and it destroyed. That's what it is. You have to state facts. When you realize that CNN has a big deal with China for some kind of media park over there in China, and you know, yes, China, yes. the government deals is 
the corporations and the corporations is the government. So they have to, so you see, they're going to talk negatively against the man that's putting China in check because they have to, because there's billions of dollars on the line. But you going on here and keep listening to those Caucasians when you say Caucasians aren't to be trusted. I don't listen to Caucasians. I look at policy. I look at what's necessary to make American blacks take their rightful place in this country to move America along. So people, you have been watching another great episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D featuring my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. We love coming to you every day, Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. And we will see you tomorrow with another great episode of Hashtag Observations TFR. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curators thick of the Hollywood French With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.